0: All right, everybody. Hey, hey, everybody. Uh, can I look? O- can you look over here, please? Can- okay. Can we be? Can we be quiet for about five minutes? Okay. I want to get through this thing as painlessly and as quickly as possible. This is the Not Your Pastor's Podcast auditions for our Halloween special intro. I'm really glad you guys are all able to make it out. I'm really looking forward to a good audition process. And hey, if you don't make it. That's okay. You're just not as good as somebody else. Anyway, if, when your name is called, if you could please come up to the mic, say your line, and then we can move on with the process. And we'll, we'll go through a vetting process and see who's really the best. All right? So let's do that now. Uh, first up, we have Bobby Boucher. Hello, my name is Bobby Boucher, and I, 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 if you could uh, not tell Mama that I'm out here auditioning for this po- yeah, po- 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 podcast, okay. that would yeah. be much appreciated. Yeah, no, Bobby, we don't need to tell her. I mean, you're a grown man. You don't really uh, have to tell well, your Mama I, I, anything. I, I, I like to tell my Mama things because, you know, she's very important to me, and I, I, I just don't want her to think that this Halloween episode is the devil. All right, well, why don't you just say your lines, Bobby? Uh, all right. Uh, hold on. Let me just get a quick sip of water here. Now, that's some, that's some high quality H two O, right there. Well, can you can you just please read the the lines, Bobby? That's all I need you to do. I just need you to say this is not your pastor's podcast. You know, there, there's really something interesting here. I, I actually have some water that's been blessed all right, by an angel. D- I'm done. All right, security, can, can we get him out? Well, of here? Hi, well, hi there, fellas. Uh, what you got? Oh, they're, they're kind of manhandling me here. <laughs> I love mama. Get that water loving fool out of my studio. All right. Next up, we have Peter Griffin. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. Thanks, Peter, for coming out. Uh, just want to say the lines there on the script. Uh, we can move hey, on. Hey, hey, Alex, I've got a present for you.
1: <laughs> Does it have anything to do with uh,
0: reading the lines on your script? Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's up in my anus.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I, uh, I think I've heard enough here. Uh, security, him too. Run as a cartoon. Gollum! Wow, Gollum, I didn't see you crawl in here. Give us a chance. We wants to be on the podcast. Well, I'll tell you what, Gollum, if you can, uh, no funny business now, if you can just read the lines, just read the lines on the script, we can move on. And then Reed gets the precious. I will give you all the gold in Riverdale if you just seriously Rocks read the cool lines on the is script. Nice and cool, so what, juicy are you, what are you doing? Sweet. Seriously, what are you doing? This is not what I asked you to do.
1: Stupid fat hobbit. Nobody tells me what's to do. How about we put out his eyes? But Master was a friend.
0: You don't have any friends. I'm
1: not listening. Not listening. Well, hey, guys.
0: Uh, it seems like you're in the middle of something here. So if if you don't mind, if you could leave my studio so I can get rolling here, you're kind of wasting my we time. We could have her do it. Yes. Yes, and then we gets the precious. All right, get those little schizophrenic freaks out of my studio. Always remember, little boys you go to bed and wake up dead. Yeah, well, come to Flint and see what happens. This ain't no shire. Anyway, uh, Dana Barrett, uh, you're next up on the list. Dana, you out there?
1: <laughs> there is no Dana, only Zoom.
0: Well, uh, that was weird. Uh, Jason and I usually make it a point to never have anybody on the show that's possessed by a demon, so I think we're going to have to pass gone through so many candidates and already done so many auditions. I don't know if I'm gonna ever find somebody right for this man Jason's gonna fire me well roll the music I think I got one more audition coming up here and uh, hopefully this is this is the one I'm gonna call on the big guns on this one
1: Hello hello
0: I am here I am finally here doing the intro for Not your Pastors podcast <laughs> Jason and Alex wanted me to tell you that this is going to be the most brutal, totally awesome podcast episode that you're ever going to listen to. So sit back, grab your favorite Terminator t-shirt, your favorite Predator mug, and prepare your ears for something that is going to be truly terrifying. More terrifying than when I help a little boy understand why he sees dead people more horrifying than when me and my friends get together and we catch ghosts and put them in traps and make money. And this is going to be more terrifying than all the times me and Ripley Goldberg got together and had adventures. <laughs> She's so funny. This is not your pastor's podcast. No! Alright, hey guys, welcome to Not Your Pastors Podcast, the podcast where if Sasquatch, the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, and the Dogman, if they were all real, we would try and evangelize them. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, if they were real, shouldn't they hear the gospel?
2: Yeah, I think if there's Sasquatch on there, we would be the first to lead them to Jesus.
0: Oh, you think so? Yeah. Which one? Because there's multiple species, so would we have to go to all 50 states in the U.S. to Find the Sasquatch. Yeah, I mean, we'd start in our region and we'd work our way south. Yeah, actually, I was listening to a podcast, uh, Sasquatch Chronicles, my new favorite, and they said (laughs) that there was a hunter that called in from Lake County, Michigan that said he had a Sasquatch sighting. Yeah, did you see the one from the Eagle's Nest?
2: Oh, yeah, that one. That that was in uh, Beulah, I think. Is that how you pronounce that?
0: that? I don't know. Chad,
2: do you know how to pronounce that? Beulah?
0: I don't remember where
2: it was. Yeah, somewhere up north. Yeah. So the camera's fixed on this little Eagle's Nest. And you can see, like down on the ground, I showed it to you. Down on the ground at the bottom, you can see this figure walking around on two. It looks like a monkey, but it's in Beulah. It looked
3: like monkey to me.
2: Well, it looks it looks huge though, and it's way down on the ground. I mean, this, this eagle's nest has got to be way up in the air. But yeah, you can definitely you can definitely see
0: something. And at one point, it like jumps. And it's pretty creepy. Oh my gosh! Anyway, guys. Now that we've already gotten on a tangent about Sasquatch, we might as well talk about one of our guests here. Uh, that's Dave Duncan. Dave, say hi to the folks. Hi, folks. This is my dad, everyone. Hence <laughs> <laughs> the same last name. Dave, you had an interesting uh, interesting podcasting history because you haven't really listened to many podcasts, but you've been on a pretty famous podcast. The... He's more famous than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> you were on Don't Feed the Trolls, and you got the opportunity to share your Bigfoot encounter.
3: Yes, Yes, and um it was truly enjoyable those guys um they do a real good job and I had never been on a podcast before, quite nervous, but um, those guys made me feel right at home. But I had an opportunity to share a, a really crazy experience in my life from many years ago and um uh, and then they basically tore it apart <laughs> while I sat there and listened well
2: uh, one of them he was uh, he was lockstep with you, the other guy was more yeah,
3: skeptic. Yeah. Yeah, um, the one guy he wasn't having it at all. He was he was he wanted to see the scientific evidence, and uh, I didn't really have any because at the end of the day I didn't really see anything. Um, but my shirt got ripped, so that counts for something, in my <laughs> yeah. book. You
2: remember the band uh, Sherwood? Yeah, that's the guys who uh, run Don't Feed the Trolls. Oh, so, wow. Okay. So he was having a conversation with those dudes about. <laughs> About Bigfoot or Sasquatch. They got into something kind of crazy in that show, mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't want to like steal their show or anything, so you guys can go listen to it. I'll put a link in, the, in our episode. But they were going into kind of the spiritual side. Yes. Yeah. What did you think about that?
3: I thought it was odd because I didn't really think about the experience I had in that way, so they kind of caught me off guard. But um, I, I didn't really give a lot of credence to that. I, I uh, it didn't feel like that kind of an event to me. I thought it was just some kind of creature, something real, not something ethereal.
2: Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the more like I, do, I wouldn't give it that any credit. Would you ever think of something like that? Something like demonic no, I, or something?
0: No. Well, no, I think I think there are certain cryptic animals or cryptozoology. I'm definitely a believer in that. So I think it, if if I had to land anywhere on Bigfoot, I wouldn't think it's a demonic or spiritual presence. I think it's a actual animal that for whatever reason the government the, the evil, evil government, government rants, is trying you to take from off Alex, everything boils down to the government. WikiLeaks told me <laughs> that Hillary and Trump are demonic, but Bigfoot is real. But if you, well, you hold on a
4: second, oh, this is this is John, by the Hi, way. I'm Jonathan. Nice to meet you. He's Internet our master guest today. I was going to chime in, but I don't know if there is an introduction. Well, guess what? Here we come in. Number one, <laughs> Hillary is a reptilian shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> so. I wouldn't say a (laughs) demon, okay? If we're going to be, you know,
3: (laughs) collegiate about it. Uh,
4: Number two, I have... That
3: explains everything. There you go.
4: (laughs) And then I've also heard theories that uh, Bigfoot and or Sasquatch was like a leftover soul that was kind of like damned to just keep walking the earth. Like that's like one of the other weird things. Oh, like the Nephilim?
2: Well, that plays it's, into that whole spiritual realm. Which I'm but,
4: assuming is what kind well, of Well, like, I means. would have
2: never, ever thought of a Bigfoot encounter as, like, some sort of spiritual. But but when you put the two side by side, like, okay, demons. Not everybody's seeing a demon every day. Like, it's relatively invisible. I mean, I
4: work at Starbucks, so <laughs> you just see our clientele. O-
2: only when the church crowd comes in. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's most of it. <laughs> We always joke about that like the church church people are the worst to deal
4: with <laughs> and uh, at it's restaurants they're very mean. <laughs> We're like, "Oh, this nice I'm family." I'm so glad you're saying that. <laughs> like this nice family walking with sweaters. I'm like, "Oh, here we go." I want a grande. I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I just
2: got out of my church service. Maybe they're really convicted, and that's why they're they're so down on themselves. They need to drag anyway. That's a whole other episode. But when Star you put the two insane. side by side, like the Bigfoot encounter and like a demonic encounter, they're both relatively like I don't know. You don't really see them anywhere. Like you smell them. Like they got a well, scent. Like there's.
0: Well, Jason, you read my blog that I posted uh, they this week, have like dying flesh. I, I actually compared Bigfoot to uh, people's testimonies about Jesus, how their lives completely change and how like they have this experience that they, they can't necessarily explain. But after they, they have this experience, they become these believers and they have to do all this research, much like new Christians. Like After they get saved and they believe in Jesus, they start researching Jesus and they start reading the Bible intently. So, actually, I kinda, I'm on the other side of the fence. I think Jesus and Bigfoot are more similar than demons <laughs> and <laughs> Bigfoot.
3: I'm just trying to picture Paul on Mars Hill with a bunch of Sasquatches. <laughs> He's talking about the unknown god.
0: <laughs> anyway, guys, that was a complete tangent for about six and a half minutes oh talking goodness. about Bigfoot. But you have found yourself right in the middle of our Halloween special. Yes. And this is the one episode that Jason said, if we're doing a podcast, this is the one episode I really, really want to do. I want to do something that has to do with Halloween, with ghosts, the paranormal, the stuff that you can't necessarily explain. That's what I wanted to do. I have
2: been so excited for this episode. And it's it was,
0: here. It was
2: the first one when we talked about even starting a podcast. It was the first show that I mentioned, because we're recording in this super creepy old church building, which this is our last... Creepy sh- it is. This is our last show here, by the way, but but just like this environment and the stories within this building, and we tried to get uh, some of the staff on here today, but it just didn't work out. Uh, ghost got him. Yeah, the ghost, the ghost <laughs> got him. But But just some of the, the creepy stuff, yeah, there are several staff members who worked here who were completely... Terrified. I heard that noise in the background.
3: I'm like, "What's that?" It's just a car. It's just a car. It's just a wind. <laughs> <Yeah. car. laughs> Would you walk all the way down right now into the basement in the dark?
2: Well, that's why I brought that blow up proton pack as a, <laughs> as a safety net. I I might walk down there with that. I wouldn't. It it is it is thick down there, and I think that's from all the mold. Uh, interesting like, word. Like, so one of the things that we're going to talk about on today's show is the haunted house that I grew up on. That's why I want to bring my dad on. And you guys can hear the stories and choose whether to to believe us, call us quacks, call us whatever. Speaking
0: of which, before we get into the stories, okay. I just want to go around the table and ask, where does everybody stand with ghosts? Because okay. I'm yeah. kind of curious. Uh, so I know for for certain that Dave and you, Jason, you guys are believers in ghosts. For sure. Are you you a believer in ghosts?
3: Not really, to be honest. Oh, okay. Not really. I just don't have an explanation for some things that that we experienced. Jason and I did, and that I've experienced myself. Some really creepy things. I don't have an explanation for, but I I don't myself. I don't believe in a traditional ghost.
2: Okay, Jason. Yeah, totally. Ghosts are real. Absolutely. Like (laughs) there is like okay. Now I'll say that I have never seen one personally. One has manifested in the house we grew up in. My sister saw it, but I have seen enough weird stuff move, weird things happen mm. where I am completely sold. Like I, I it's like it's like oh, a blind faith type of thing. Like I don't necessarily have to see it to believe it for me. There's enough evidence there. There's enough people with different encounters that I absolutely think they are
4: real. John, what about you? Where are you at with all this? Um, I, unfortunately, am a skeptic. Uh, oh, I'm, it's all right, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a safe place. But you're I'm in here. church. Let's say we're Fox News. <laughs> you're I'm that you're guy. in church. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Uh,
4: I'm here to confess. Um, so, I have yet to see anything that would lead me to it. Uh, I am fascinated by the people that have, which is why I'm excited to be here. Um, and I really want to believe them. That is the main thing. Oh, because yeah. I grew up my whole life watching horror movies. And having a childhood and an imagination at the same time, which, you know, kind of spawns a lot of these things.
0: Uh, Where are you at, Alex? Where am I at? I, I believe in the supernatural. I believe in a spiritual realm. I believe what Paul says in Ephesians that, you know, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but we wrestle with powers and principalities. And, you know, things we can't necessarily see, but we know that are there. Um, I just don't, I, I think I side more with Dave where I'm, I don't know what it is. I can't, I don't think it's a traditional ghost. I think once we die, we either go to one place or the other <laughs> and, uh, the things that we maybe do see and we do encounter in this world, I actually believe that it's possibly demonic. That's where I land. Yeah. Oh. But I've also switched What do you position. do with Casper, Alex? He's uh, a friendly ghost. Yeah, he but he's a friendly ghost trying to lead people away from Jesus. So <laughs> that makes him demonic. That's, the That's what the back of the
4: VHS said.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the tagline didn't go really well. But I also feel like this year I've also like just determined that a lot of things were demons. Like I, I made a decision on the Nephilim. They're demons. I made a decision on aliens. They're probably demons. The Democratic Party, the Republican Party. <laughs> you, They're all demons. You're going across the Bohemian Grove. Yeah. They're all connected. <laughs> Conspiracy. For sure,
2: conspiracy. It's all demonic. All yeah. of it.
0: All of it. I'm just waiting for Jesus to come back. Yeah. Traffic. Demons.
3: <laughs> anyway, well, guys. Underlying that is the question: Do you believe in the spiritual realm? Period.
0: Yeah, I believe there's. I believe there's angels and demons, and I believe anything possibly that good comes out of it. I mean, you hear stories of like people getting saved from like horrible events happening. I think that could be possibly angels or even God himself keeping us from harm or danger, but anything bad or anything demonic like that or anything bad and demonic that happens, I would obviously leave it up to being some sort of demon or like any, I guess where I land with all of this is demons are supposed to try and lead us away from God. So one of the things that would maybe lead people away from God is the spiritual realm Something that necessarily the Bible doesn't speak on too much or is actually kind of a little gray about. So if people have this kind of more like, oh, ghosts exist, the afterlife exists, we're all just going to be these people passing by living in this kind of limbo area, it wouldn't make, it maybe wouldn't let them believe that uh, there actually is a God that exists and they just kind of believe in spiritual whateverness. Now, I'm complete
3: with Jason there. Whatever there is to ghosts, I think it has to be something that is. It's not a leftover person. I yeah. don't believe in that. There's nothing that teaches that people turn into ghosts or they come back as ghosts or any such thing. But if you, obviously, if you believe in God, you believe the scriptures, and you believe in angels, then you believe that there is a spiritual realm yeah. that's very real and it exists. And if it exists, and if there are, if there's the evil side, then obviously things are going on about us that we don't want to mess with. Mm-hmm. Um although we're here talking about this <laughs> <side. laughs>
0: Yeah, I think there's a passage in Deuteronomy that says we should stay away from this kind of stuff, but yeah. hey, that's not our podcast. This no. is not your pastor's <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah, this is
2: this is kind of the we're going to find those gray areas that you normally wouldn't talk about. Bigfoot, we're going to talk though. about them. <laughs> so let's yeah, so is this like part of like easy believism? Like you you believe in Bigfoot, you believe in spirits, you believe in God, you believe in aliens? I mean, or demons,
4: but yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like, I I think, sorry to chime in, but I think the, the interesting part with this whole thing is how they interact with people in like the living world. You know what I mean? Because if there's all of this stuff going on and it's a different realm and everything, why are people being like, like something manifesting enough to physically move something? I think that's what is most interesting about everything. Uh, so and it scares the crap out of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even though I don't
0: believe in them, I hear the stories and that's that the hair stand up. I'm but, like, wow. but why do we like hearing the stories though? Is that just? Well, like, well, I mean,
4: it's the same as why like people play video games or watch movies. You know what I mean? They want to experience things that they may have not experienced or have and want to be able to like feel that way again. You know.
2: Uh, I make mean, that's a good point. Yeah. So
4: it, it's, I think. Uh, and I guess this is I think all oh, people good. look
3: for mystical experiences. I think it's yeah. just natural curiosity that we all have.
4: And I think, and natural curiosity comes from a not knowing enough or b just being bored too. You know, in a good way, like you're you're bored enough to want to experience something mm-hmm. next level. I guess.
2: Yeah. Well. Yeah. You make a good point with the boredom there because how many days do you get stuck in just the routine of whatever life brings at you, and you just wish there was something else. Like I mean, I know this sounds awful, but like, like there have been days where I get so depressed on routine or something. I just wish something would just blow up somewhere, yeah. just so like, <laughs> like, like I know that sounds terrible, but like just this to is the like change in my, my day, you know? yeah, yeah, just to like break routine up. Just like I don't want to go to work today. I know that sounds like an awful excuse, <laughs> but like, man, if a tornado ran through and like you got to see society just go on this complete. Turn on its head and just like helping one another and doing something, it just seems like it would be far more productive and far more beneficial than everybody just getting in their cars and going to their job every day. And like this, that, <laughs> to me, that stems out of that boring thing. So maybe, maybe God falls into that category where, you know, somebody's just like I, you know, maybe their life's down. I mean, how many people we run across in the drug recovery world, Alex, where their life is upside down and they just look for something else to turn to. And it just so happens that, you know, they were trying to fill this empty spot in their life with drugs for so long. And we come in and we try to fill it up with God. And whether they choose to believe or not, that's their thing. We're just kind of there presenting the gospel and giving them the option. And if they if they choose it or not, but they could easily fill it up with Bigfoot. <laughs> that's kind of what your but blog was I, about. I, like I think bowling. the idea
4: is it's <laughs> filling a void with something positive in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you're like guiding someone in a positive direction rather than like. Here's Bigfoot. Isn't that crazy? Stop drugs. You know, <laughs> I don't think that's like a logical path. Uh, I want
3: to respectfully say, though, I want to be careful not to insinuate that that God is uh, in the same realm as uh, Ghost and Bigfoot. Um, and we might have a tendency to invent him uh, to fill up a void in our life. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
4: I think it may be the pers- <laughs> Yeah. I mean I think, I think a part of it is it's the pursuit of that. You know what I mean? Where and I think that's a positive thing to a lot of people. So if you're looking at let's say like cycling back to the whole ghost aspect, um I think it is one of those let's say, for example, you're saying when you're bored and you're just sitting there, and what if there is that whether it's a quote-unquote scientific explanation or just a super normal thing that would happen like wind blowing and blah 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 right yeah uh if you're living this life and something happens and maybe it scares you like so bad but part of you is kind of like that was exciting though wasn't it yeah and then you start just searching for that feeling and you want to explain like uh whether i mean there's that's one thing that could lead to actual insanity like if you fully pursue that and just distance yourself from everything or there's the other side where it's like this would be fun you know what i mean because there's the obsessive version of that and then there's the uh-oh and i I think that's (laughs) all of us are kind of in that boat where we're like
3: let me be clear here. I do not want to experience another Bigfoot encounter. <laughs> uh, let me be clear. If, the, if a
2: ghost manifests itself in this room, I'm gonna I'm gonna crap my pants and run. But and I'm gonna, gonna
3: try and share the
4: gospel with it. <laughs> <laughs> is, is crap or the ghost? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's pants or Jason's
1: pants?
4: <laughs> oh, no.
0: Yeah. Uh, actually I'm going to want to break ranks a little bit just because of okay. the flow of our conversation. <laughs> but, right. uh, I kind of want to hear maybe some, what the Bible says about, cause we're sitting here, we're talking about what God, and we're talking about what we believe, but I want to talk about, before we get into the stories, before okay. we get into the meat. Yeah.
2: And then we'll see if our mind changes at the end. Yes. I like the way you're going here. I, I want, smooth. Outlooks. I want to
0: hear what the Bible has to say about all of this. So Jason and Dave. You guys know a lot about this subject. I haven't studied much about it, to be quite honest. But I'm, J- Jason sent me a bunch of articles before.
2: Oh, I did send you a bunch of links. And some of those were ridiculous. Some of those were
0: awful. Like one of them didn't even go into the Old Testament and talk about anything from the Old Testament. It was no. just New Testament. It was like, man, this guy must have just got done with his New Testament survey in yeah. his first year at college. He might have he one just, of those
2: Bibles that's just New Testament and some <laughs> Psalms. <laughs> didn't have the back, the front half of it.
0: So what do you guys think? Is there any any sort of ghost encounters in the Bible that we can speak about that we can maybe point to and say, that's why I believe in ghosts, or maybe that's why I don't believe in ghosts?
2: I'll let you get started here because you've got the most...
3: Uh... <laughs> well, there, there are not uh, a lot of ghost encounters recorded in Scripture. Um, it is clear that people in biblical times uh, did have the belief that people could become ghosts or return as spirits uh you remember when peter was in prison and the church had gathered together to pray for him and this angel led him out of prison and he walks to the house where they're all praying for him he knocks on the door and this young lady whose name was rhoda she comes to the door and she sees peter standing there and she dismisses it as his ghost He must have already died because there's no way he could be standing outside the door, although that's what they had prayed for. Um, So can the name uh, Rhoda come back?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That'll be my second daughter. (laughs)
3: Um, And also in the Old Testament, God forbid his people to employ um, spiritualists or mediums or people who supposedly could contact the dead. Because um, in, in essence, if you were trying to contact the dead, who you were really contacting was Satan. And he forbid them to do that. Um, but if you remember the disciples, when the storm came on the sea and they saw Jesus walking on the water, people don't normally do that. And <laughs> their reaction was, it's a ghost. Yeah. It's a spirit. Uh, Same thing so, when he
0: resurrected, right? When he walked into the room after his crucifixion, three days after... He, he was killed. They all thought he was a ghost. And he actually said, No, I'm not a ghost. Well, he said,
2: He's like, Give me some food to eat. And you'll see, like, yeah. I always think of when I read that passage, I always think of Slimer. Yeah. <laughs> From the first Ghostbusters. <laughs> falls when down. He, it just goes right through him. Like, oh, you guys are right. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus was like, No, I'm not ectoplasm here. I'm, I am a real physical being. Oh, my God. But
3: doctrinally, the Bible does not teach that people turn into spirits or they turn into ghosts. Uh, biblically, when a person dies, they are either in God's presence or they are not in His presence. What not in His presence mean? I don't know. I don't know if that means they're in hell or some aspect of hell, uh, but they are away from the presence of God. And uh, eventually, one day, um, at the resurrection, we'll all be in His presence, for good or for bad. Um, and But there is no biblical teaching that there are, ghost that we can contact them uh but there is much biblical teaching that there are things out there um for real uh now you look you're talking about angels
0: demons spiritual realm
3: whatever kind of principalities powers okay you're going right powers of darkness darkness. yes ephesians 6 there yes
0: what about what so i think i have to i'm a little rusty on some of the resurrection stories but after jesus had uh what was it he, after he died that some of the saints came out of their tombs? Doesn't say they were walking sense. around or some of the A Old great Testament
2: multitude of people left the graves and went through the city. So were those zombies? Well, they weren't zombies. I think those were spirits. I think those were ghosts. Now where I'd, they were I'd, going,
3: if they were, I'd if, have to look that up. Yeah, I always took that to mean that that um, and I want to get deep into doctrine here this we won't no. tell ghost stories yeah <laughs> uh, yeah we came for but some essentially, ghost stories when somebody resurrects as jesus did a lot of weird things happen like it got dark uh it it thundered um, it was like a great earthquake and there was a great earthquake the veil in the temple was was ripped and it says that graves opened up and people were walking around It doesn't say they were good, they were bad. It doesn't say what happened to them afterwards. Did they die again? Obviously, they're not here. Um, And we're we're just not told. But we're told that people did come out of their graves. um, Do you think Ephesians
2: 4 gives reference to that when it's talking about Jesus went down and then came back up with the saints? I mean, I always kind of put two and two. I don't know if those are associated or whatever. That's probably getting a little deeper than we wanted to i was just curious
0: well there's one there's one thing i do want to talk about before we go to break okay and that's a, a con, not a necessarily controversial issue or uh verse in scripture but something that's always intrigued me and left me very curious and that's when uh king saul went to oh, endor my goodness and I think that's funny because it's like he went to Endor. He went to hang out with the Ewoks in yeah. Star Wars. But <laughs> that's he goes like, indoors. Go <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you here. Ewoks. But, he, but when he goes to Endor to talk with the medium to try and get a hold of Samuel. And, that, and that's maybe the one text that makes me think that maybe there's something valid to this spiritual, like, ghost type. And Samuel manifests. And Samuel did come forth. And he's God's anointed. And it says he
2: came out of the ground, which is even creepier because that's like, we. I mean, in lots of biblical spots. I mean, hell's associated with down, you know.
3: It, it does not say that it was genuinely Samuel, though. And God really got on him about that. Yeah. He was punished for that. He was
2: punished for it because um, they weren't supposed to be talking And it's easy to meetings. sit
3: here and assume because you read that Samuel appeared that you take that, well, Samuel must have appeared. The Bible says so. No. It says that Samuel manifested. He was manifest. And uh, Solomon, was Solomon? Saw. Saul. Saw. saw saw what he, saw, 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 saw <laughs> what he wanted to see. And uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that that was indeed... Uh, God allowed Samuel to be resurrected. It could have very easily been an evil power that mm. appeared that caused this apparition. But I do know this, and this was the event that I was referring to earlier when they were told not to consult mediums or witches or these kind of things because they were of evil power.
2: Mm. Yeah, both, both New and Old Testament are pretty clear um, that this stuff, whether it whether you believe it exists or not, don't be messing with it, <laughs> because you don't you don't want to mess with it. You don't want to see what could possibly come out. It's just stay away from
3: the Ouija board.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just oh man, I got some. I did not that I played with a Ouija board, but I know some friends who did, and it was some weird weird stuff. But, but it, I hate the notion. Before we get to break here, I hate the notion that uh, I mean, growing up in church, depending on what church environment or if you're Protestant or maybe some more of your conservative Baptist background or whatever, they throw a complete blind eye to ghost period and angels and demons for that. Well, that stuff existed around the time of Jesus. It doesn't Mm -hmm. exist today. And I hate that notion. I hate that when they try to make things so cut and dry, like they know everything, it really bugs me. Like that, that you would shut off because you're not only shutting off, angels and demons and everything, you're shutting off the whole spiritual realm at that point, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Like, you might as well throw the Holy Spirit out the window, too. And I know some people will hear that, and they'll get all mad at me. But that's just kind of like, I hate when somebody comes off so cut and dry. And I I hate it because I'm guilty of it, because this is the way I I operated for a long time.
4: Uh, I mean, I call it like buffet religion where it's like you're <laughs> taking and choosing what you want and you're yes. like well that's this good. fit on my plate i'm gonna take that to my table you know yeah. what i mean
2: it's, it's perfect whole religion yeah. yeah yeah i like the god thing but the whole demons thing no we're gonna take a pass on that even though the bible mentions that stuff i mean we just shut it off like oh that's just past bible but not anything that we actually deal with today
0: yeah we've evolved we don't yeah. need that stuff oh. anymore yeah We've, we've invented the telephone and smartphones yeah. and computers. We don't need those demons. I mean, us
2: Americans are pretty much perfect anyway. Oh, my gosh. We are the chosen Israel. <sighs>
0: <laughs> With that being said, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to listen to some ghost stories. And I'm really looking forward to it. Maybe I'm going to become a believer after tonight. So. Or, a or, or a ghost. Or a ghost. All right. See you guys in a bit.
1: Woo! Yeah. <laughs>
0: Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. Not Not Your your Pastors pastor's Podcast. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're We're ready to believe you. (laughs) Via email. (laughs) They hate that. All right, guys, we are back, and it's the moment you've all been waiting for, the ghost stories. This will turn people into more skeptics or to believers. We're going to polarize people even it's further down the trail. It's not going to change anybody's mind, I don't think. <laughs> but but they're going to be fun to listen to. Yeah, they're going to be fun to listen to. Make sure you listen to them in the dark with only one candle Yes, on. one candle. Um, see if it flickers. But anyway, so if you guys didn't hear in the first part of the episode, uh, we this is actually our last recording here in this building. We are at uh, an old church building. Jason, when was the church built here? 1905. 1905 and this wow. is our last time recording here and anybody that's had their office in this church building or has just come to visit it at night has said that there's always been something weird about this building yeah and one of the stories comes from uh, a guy who it was is on our church staff now as our one of our youth directors but he started off as a, jan- a janitor here and he used to clean this building at night and one night he was uh cleaning the building and he you know, took his earbud, he was listening to his iPod, he took his earbud out to because he thought he heard something. And what he thought he heard was a piano playing up in the sanctuary. So he's like, huh, I wonder if maybe one of the neighbor kids came in through the unlocked door and started playing piano or just fooling around or whatever, didn't think anybody was in here. So he comes up to the sanctuary and he sees a little girl sitting at the piano playing. What? That piano right there, which is, uh, so
2: for those of you listening, we are sitting kind of where the pulpit would be in this old church building uh, with the pews behind us, and just off to what would be our
0: right side of the stage is this piano. And he comes up to the little girl and is like, hey, what are you doing here? And I don't know if she, I don't remember if he said that she said anything back to him or what, but he just kind of was like, okay. He's like, you can't be here. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine saying that to a ghost? You can't be here, and then she just like like But the creepy, yeah. the- like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be
2: terrifying. But he said you're that not surprised; you're just mad. He said, <laughs> "Get the, out of your ghost." The doors were locked, though. There was no way for her oh, to so get the in. The doors were locked. Yeah, there but was he, no way for this little girl to get in unless she were to climb through a little window or something.
0: But I guess he went to the neighbors next door to the church and asked, like, "Hey, your daughter was in the church building," and they said, "We don't have a daughter." creepy? Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> anyway, so yes, this place is haunted and I know I said in the first part of the episode that I'm not a believer, but I believe that story We've for sure.
2: we've had other staff here too who have been downstairs. First of all, there's bats downstairs. We yeah, do, there's we do bats. know that.
0: <laughs> Some of them are vampires probably.
2: Yeah, and there's one night that we were here recording and somebody was banging on the front door. Yeah, that's right. I never figured out who that was. <sighs> but see, the thing is is they 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 were banging on the front door. And when we first heard it, we were all kind of scared. But then it did it, like, multiple times. We so were like, oh, somebody's just messing with us. And then they started banging on the back door, and we're like, well, now you just, like, killed your joke because we're totally not buying it. But then I saw somebody run down the hallway, and one of the lights turned off. What? <laughs> you never told me that. I was terrified. You never told me that. I saw somebody standing up here run down that hallway, and I saw the light turn off.
0: I... <laughs> what? I swear to you. How come you never told me that? I feel cheated. Yeah.
2: Well, it was scary. <laughs> I just wanted
3: to leave. We were packing up. Where were up. you standing at when you saw? It?
2: Just
0: up here. We were just packing up after the show. Here, up in the podium here. Yeah. You saw him run down that hallway.
3: I saw
2: something run down that hall. I had thought somebody was banging on the on the front door. Ha ha ha! Joke's funny. Well, to be
0: honest, all the whole youth department was up. Who would you know? Youth departments at churches—they're the ones that play all the practical jokes and are very immature. They were all up they at, were camp. at camp. So there's no way no, anybody from the youth department could have been here at the church messing with us. Yeah,
2: anybody who I would have thought would have been this dude would have been messing with us. Because like, there's like five names.
3: You know who you are. <laughs> so you just saw a movement. You didn't see a person.
2: No, I didn't see a person. But I, like just out of the corner of my eye, like somebody ran down that hall and one of the lights turned off. And I thought, like, okay, And while they were banging on the front door, they were just cutting through the building.
0: That is messed up, dude. Yes, I don't want to be here now. Can we? Wrap would the you show up? Can we? Wrap? I'm would done. you? Uh, would you? I don't want to. Live right now, home. would
2: you go into the basement and sit down in the basement? Not not the auditorium in, in the basement,
0: but like. In the, the bat, in the where the Fieldstone basement the is, The Fieldstone basement Ooh.
2: With, with the
0: lights off, lights
2: off. Two can minutes. Can I have my cell
0: phone light on? Two
2: minutes. You can have the can pro- I go get
0: my gun in the car?
2: No, <laughs> no, or, light, what is my gun off, gonna do? Lights 50, off, 50
0: it makes me feel like a man.
2: Yeah, I brought the, the <laughs> oh, blow yeah. up proton pack. You can sit there with
0: that. Would you do that for two minutes? No, because I don't want the demons to get me, <laughs> but you don't like well, I the, guess if I just say, with a little girl. Or, oh, yeah, the same yeah, the, difference oh, right No, yeah. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> the I'm demonic no, little not girl. doing it. <laughs> Jason, tell me a little bit, of, and, and Dave, you can kind of validate this a little bit because you've had similar experience, but the, the haunted house that you guys grew up in. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes. Let me, let me go back to the most childhood. I've got of some I questions for
2: my dad because I haven't asked these questions before. Do you know any of the prior history before you moved into the house? I don't. Was I born yet?
3: We moved into the house uh, the year after you were born.
2: Okay, I think that's right because Mom said you lived, We lived in an apartment or something mm-hmm. beforehand.
3: And I do know a couple things about the history of the house. Okay, I want to hear this. One of them was that uh, every every couple who moved into that house got divorced. Every single couple now that might not sound like a big deal but uh, also the people who built the house um, her husband came home and found her with another guy and the guy was uh, hiding in the closet and um, I can't remember exactly how this happened but anyway the, the guy wound up getting shot in the closet shot through the door in the closet and I don't remember if he did it, if her husband did it, or if she wound up doing it. It was kind of a strange story at the time, but there there was a story that circulated that a guy was shot uh, in the closet in the bedroom. Um, so,
2: Do you remember who told you the story? Was it?
3: Yeah, uh, the Youngs. Okay. Yeah. They, right. We were our next door neighbors.
2: Yes. Yeah, because that's what she had told me about it after... After I had told her that a bunch of weird stuff was going on at the house, now didn't somebody tell you? Uh, Mom told me this at one time when you guys moved in. That somebody, maybe it was from the church, told you to sprinkle salt yeah, around the house. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. yeah. I don't. I don't but remember what is, no noise, the world does yes. that
3: do. Yes. Like,
1: the neighbors tried <laughs> to warn my. Sad to sprinkle salt
3: that but i definitely I remember i definitely remember that so for that there was yeah there was some there were some odd sort of, things about the house yeah. and that we should sprinkle salt and, and i don't know where they got that from so Do you I, think state farm offers any kind of like yeah. haunting insurance <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a you move in like a medium premium Listen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these stories creep me out yeah. because i I had experiences there that I absolutely have no explanation for, but probably not to the same depth that Jason did.
2: Yeah, so I'm just trying to get the... When was the house built? Do you know that? How old is that house?
3: When we moved into the house, the house was 15 years old. So pretty young for a house. You moved moved in, 85? 85, yes.
2: It certainly doesn't look like any type of haunted house from the... It just looks like a small neighborhood house... I had a one-car,
3: three-bedroom ranch
2: garage that was a that was converted into a living room. Yes, and that was already converted by the time well, we uh,
3: moved in, or there. family room, whatever. Yeah.
2: I just remember we moved in and we got the carpet from the bowling alley. Yes,
3: <laughs> sweet carpet. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we got carpet from the old car, old bowling alley carpet awesome. that had all these geometric patterns on it that I would l- play games with. I was so mad when we ripped that carpet out, but. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting off on a tangent there, but a lot of stuff happened in this house. And what's interesting about it mm. is, I saw a ton of stuff. Never saw a ghost, but saw a ton of stuff move. I heard voices, uh, just all kinds of that crazy was a stuff. Bad one. And uh, <laughs> that was
1: a bad one. The voices,
2: one. <laughs> yeah, the voices were bad. <clears throat> um, Not that they were like scary, but you just don't want to hear voices that you don't know where they're coming from. (laughs) My sister saw a ton of stuff. Um, My dad, you've obviously you saw some stuff in there. Mm -hmm. You have your own stories. Uh, My stepdad, um, which is why we're not—he still lives there, which is why we're not giving away where I grew up. But obviously, people who know me know where I grew up. But he still lives there. But he had saw some stuff independent from the rest of us. But my brother. Never saw anything, and my mom never saw anything or heard anything. And I always thought that was completely is interesting. bizarre. I don't know if it's like a personality thing or not. So I think the first thing that I remember happening weird personally to me is I woke up one morning, and the room is just super thick. I was in a small little bedroom there. I mean, tiny. It was a 6 by 6 or 6 by 8 It's a, it's a small little room and it felt like somebody was in that room and I'm probably eight years old and I I wake up and right when I wake up, something big, like a a person ran out of the room and when they ran out of the room, I had a, a cup of water sitting on the bedroom floor and that was like spinning up on edge like this and it also bumped my clock when it had moved out and so my clock when it went off it was just playing static like static radio station and that is so creepy so I immediately like sprung up and my sister she was getting ready in the bathroom because she was getting ready for school and she had heard all the commotion and I I ran in there and said do you see anything or hear anything she's like no just a loud noise coming from your room and I was like that was just like something was in there with me now, my sister, shortly after that, she had a sleepover with her... Was it dark? Her friendly... It, this was like 6 a.m. This was first thing in the morning. So, one night, my sister's having a sleepover with her friend from down the street, and they're sleeping in the living room, and they heard a voice say, Bernie. A woman's voice
0: go, Bernie. Bernie, 2016.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, obviously, campaigning way in advance. <laughs> Was this before Bernie?
2: No, okay. no, no. He He lived there, but they had distinctly, and they, like, like the neighbor girl from down the street, she's like, did you, did you hear a voice? My sister's like, yeah, but I didn't say anything because I thought it was in my head. She's like, I heard it too. Like, they heard this voice. So uh, a few, uh, uh, well, I, I don't know exactly how long after that, but after that, my sister... Um, She is walking out of the hallway into the living room one morning, and she says, Sitting in the chair is somebody completely a figure dressed up in complete army fatigues, like a soldier.
3: I remember this.
2: Sitting in the chair. And, you know, this this ghost. This is the only ghost or apparition that we... That anybody had ever saw in the house that I know of, I don't think you ever saw a ghost or an apparition
3: in the no, house. I saw things, but not yeah.
2: And so, um, she saw this this figure. She started describing this person to us, and my stepdad started bawling because it was a perfect description of somebody he was in the army with.
1: <laughs> like
0: what? <laughs> completely terrifying. What? I don't know what to do with that. Like. <sighs> That what did you do with it I don't know and maybe that's the best
2: answer like I don't know <laughs> she had told me there was another time where she had woke up this is when you were still living there with us and she had heard a bunch of commotion in the hallway and I don't know if you remember this or not she said she came out into the hallway and there you were picking up all the picture frames that had just fallen onto the ground
3: those are that's part of my story okay yeah.
2: you tell you tell that because that's crazy
3: well, I, I, there, was this, there was one Sunday morning, we were getting up, getting ready for church. And everybody was getting dressed, and so we were all in different parts of the house. And I was in the kitchen, and I came out of the kitchen into the living room. And from the living room, you could see down in the hall. And I don't know what it was. As I walked into the living room, it was like something said, look in the hallway. And I looked in the hallway. And at the moment I looked, there was a picture hanging at the end of the hallway on the wall, and I watched the picture. It didn't fall off the wall. That's not the way to describe it. When it came from, loose from the wall, its initial tra- trajectory was up. It jumped off the wall. I'm kidding you not. It jumped off the wall and smashed on the floor. And it, it, that scared me really mad. It took me a long time to, to to deal with that. And I'm a grown adult. Well, I was a grown adult then. I don't know <laughs> I but um uh and I don't know what made me feel like I should look down the hall, but there was some there was something like I don't know how you intuition's not the right word. But anyway, I just something proud of me to look down the hall. And I looked at just the right time. Wow. And and this was a big picture. It was a big picture. So, do you guys
0: have any like idea of how many number of ghosts or whatever they were no in the house because to me, okay, so so obviously so others. when
2: yeah, we got so many more stories like I mean, all from early childhood mm-hmm. till the time I left the house. Even when I left the house. How long did you guys live in the I house? I I had
3: some in the house after of course uh, your mom and I were divorced in 90 Eighty nine, yeah, somewhere around eighty nine, and so and and of course she had remarried Bernie, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a couple of times when I was over there, and like one time I went over there to work on my computer, your computer, uh, but generally when I when I'm when I was over there and 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 his mom uh, or Bernie wasn't around, I was respectful of the fact that this was his home, this was his home, and so I didn't want to be in in the house and. Uh, and I was especially was terrified of being in the house with the kids, and then they come home from somewhere, and here I am scrounging around their their house. And uh, um, uh, so there were a couple of experiences that that happened uh, when I was there by myself, uh, even after I we had already been divorced, and even after Jason was our way up in high school mm-hmm. um, and just ready to start college. And uh, one of them was, uh, and this this experience happened to me several times when I lived there and two times after I was not living there. And one day, I came in with, uh, I came in, Jason was having soccer game, and he had left something at home. I don't remember what it was, and I ran back up to the house to get it. I don't know if it was shoes or what it was. I don't, it was something that you had forgotten. And the house was unlocked. And I walk in the house, and I'm back in Jason's bedroom looking for whatever it was, and our car pull up in the driveway, and uh, I thought, oh no, some somebody's here, and I'm gonna get caught back in the house, you know, by myself. Um, are you looking for
2: something? <laughs> you were looking Alex? down the hallway when you said that, and I thought you were like you saw something down no, the I'm, hall in this I'm creepy like,
0: church building. I'm not going to lie; like as we're telling these creepy stories, I'm like waiting for like the ghost to like pop their head in the oh. window and be like, it's "So dark. You guys,
3: talk, you guys talking about me? <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, so I'm back in there. That like, oh, this is going to look. This is going to be awkward. And sure enough, the door. I hear the door open, and I can hear somebody moving around. They had a screen. They had a a uh, heavy door, and then like a a storm door. Yeah, yeah, and you could definitely hear it. And sharp. it squeaked when it when it shut. And um, so I heard the door, and I heard uh, I heard uh, I don't have my keys out, but uh, I heard I heard this. You know, somebody dropped their keys on the table, and so I think, well, I'm going to mosey on back out there. And I, I came into the kitchen. There's nobody there there's no keys there's no car in the driveway there was nobody the door was shut um, And there was nobody and then I came to one day to work on your computer and yeah and
2: Jess and I this is I already known Jess at this point point. and Jess and I went for a walk Bernie's in the shed and you're in the house by yourself yes working on the
3: computer yes and so I'm in the, this fam this garage converted into a family room, and I'm I got this computer all tore apart. It's got a lot of dust and stuff in it, and I'm I'm blowing the dust out. Of it. I'm making a royal mess in the floor. I mean, I had dirt stuff ever, everywhere, and uh, um, and I'm sitting there, and and I'm 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 as time goes on, I'm conscious of the fact that. You know, people are in the kitchen. They're making lunch or something. I hear all the dishes are rattling. And, Perfect. Uh, and I hear, the, um, uh, I hear the coffee pot running, and I hear the drawers opening and the water turning off and on and, and, and all of this. And I, 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 there was a question I needed to ask, and I, I stood up and turned around. There was nobody in the house
2: this is so there was
3: nobody there
2: validating for me
3: there's nobody there <laughs> I mean and, and and this happened on several occasions where I would be conscious of the fact that somebody in another part of the house was doing something that you didn't think anything about it's perfectly normal and then all of a sudden you'd realize there was nobody there nobody and I I mean I heard the drawers opening and closing. Yep. I mean, there's no question in my mind. I'm sitting there. It was perfectly normal sounds that you would expect to hear in a kitchen. But there was nobody in there. And it freaked me out so bad that I left. I just left. I left my mess on the floor. And matter of fact, a few days later, Jason says, why didn't you clean up your mess?
2: Yeah, you left a huge mess in my room. Um, <laughs> you, just, you just up and left, period.
0: Yeah. It, it so was, you it, just told him it was the ghost son. And you're and you like, all right.
2: No, I understood. Well, here's my thing. Here's why I said this is so validating. I was even asking my sister uh, earlier today, was like, "What do you remember most?" Like, the and she said that it always at nighttime, off and on, sounded like their was a group of people in the kitchen.
3: A lot of people. That's a lo- like a do.
2: party. Like somebody like playing cards. like The Monster Mash. L- uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> a full-blown party going on in the kitchen. You could smell cigarettes. You could smell coffee. You, I mean, uh, you could smell these things. Yes. You could hear these things um, all the time. And you could hear footsteps up and down the hallway. And... I remember normal. Yeah, I remember this so incredibly vividly. It happened all the time. particular where I know this is why I know Bernie heard stuff is because he goes he comes out the next morning he goes what were you doing last night how many people you have over and I was like just me he's like who are you making coffee I was like I don't drink coffee it wasn't me I wasn't in there smoke I don't smoke I wasn't in there smoking he had heard it too and all the time it sounded like a complete I mean absolute party was going on so when I had gotten older I had somehow weaseled my way into getting the biggest bedroom in the house, which was the former living room. I mean, my bedroom growing up is where my band would practice. It had the fireplace. You know, I was like, I was king. <laughs> Couldn't get a girl to save my life, but I had the coolest room in the house. And, and so I'd be sitting there on the computer late at night and you hear all this stuff and it's right in the next room. The kitchen's a room over and you hear all this stuff going on. And I would turn and look at the doors and it would stop and I turned back around and looked at my computer and it would start up again
4: that's what I was going to ask too because every time you guys were t- telling one of the stories I do not know if there was like a like a bunch of noise and then it would simmer down and then you would walk in or if it was like a instantly sh- gone just instantly
2: yep that's so weird
3: <laughs> blank yeah, it's gone
2: it, it would instantly just dead stop. silence. So there was one time I came home uh, from
3: wherever I was at. But you know the thing about it yeah. was when you were hearing the sounds, it was never scary. No, never scary. It, 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 the
2: only thing that was scary was like you didn't know any. You knew nobody was home. Yeah. But it sounded just like you know, it sounded like people were having a good time in the kitchen just without you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you look like you don't
0: believe any of this. I so I believe it because I, I trust you guys. I know you guys wouldn't you know, make up any sort of stories. It's just, I just don't know what it is.
3: Right. Neither do we. So
2: there's, there's one time <laughs> where um, we had this china hutch in our kitchen is full of All you the know, china, china dish, dishes or whatever. And uh, I'm sitting there, I'm talking on my, on my phone to my girlfriend at the time, and I could hear the steps coming down the hall. And you could see, you know, like, anytime somebody walked down the hall, the closer they got to the kitchen, the more the stuff in the cabinet rattled. It, just, it would happen when anybody walked by. But I'm, I'm standing there. I'm staring into the china hutch, and I can hear the steps coming down the hall. And I can see the stuff start to rattle.
0: But there's nobody. The
2: footsteps the- were getting closer and closer and closer. And I felt something brush my shirt and walk on by. And I oh, freaked I out in one. panic. And my girlfriend at the time on the phone, she's like, is somebody there with you? She heard it over the
0: phone. Could hear the footsteps.
2: Could hear that somebody that
0: else creepy. was there. I've got goosebumps right now. <laughs> you can't see, but I, I've got them. I can feel it. it. Take <laughs> your shirt off. <laughs> and so I think I think what started to get creepier.
3: It's bugging um, me talking about this. Stuff. Was
0: hearing the voices. Yeah, I was just going to say. Did you ever try to communicate or like? No, no. I messed. When with I that. heard
3: it, there was no. You never. There was never a thought of trying to commit because at the time you're hearing it you don't think it's you didn't think it was out of the the norma it wasn't like oh i hear voices that aren't supposed to be there it was just you just heard this stuff going on and then when you happen to interact with it it just quit man i'd be really
0: curious to get a tape recorder in there Well you hear like the ghost hunters that do that stuff and then they hear like Children playing in that these like cool. in so these I, graveyards, it's like oh,
1: that's well. Messed
2: here's up. The, like obviously I've watched a lot of those shows growing up because <clears throat> I've experienced this stuff and I want answers for it, you know. And so I watch a lot of Ghost Hunters and all this stuff. Not anymore, but because they're demonic, Alex. So back in the day, I was I was watching these watching these shows and stuff. And uh, to me, <laughs> you are so looking over your shoulder and stuff. <laughs> And so, to me, um, it sounds like a residual haunting, like an event took place. So, in my mind, I could piece this together. Oh, man. I got, like, a couple more. So, the reason I asked, did you know what happened in the house before you moved in, is because one day, I came home from school, and my sister, she had gotten home before me. She worked; she did co-op in high school, which she went to school part of the day, and then she worked a job within our, our local town, and... So I knew she always got home before me and went off to work. By the time I was in middle school, she was in high school. And so um, I, I walk in the house and it is thick in the house. I mean, super thick. Like you can't hardly breathe. And I'm looking around and there's a full bowl of cereal like on the counter. And I was so freaked out just by the way it felt in the house that I waited outside. said, screw this. I'm waiting outside until somebody else comes home. And I think I ended up going next door and the neighbor lady she goes to the cops find anything and i'm like what are you talking about she's like well your sister came over because we thought somebody was in the house and we called the cops and they showed up and did they find anything i was like, I don't know what you're talking about so i talked to my sister later that night and she gets home she says um she walks into the house at, at, for co-op she pours herself a bowl of cereal and she walks down the hallway And from the hallway, if the doors were open, you could see into her bedroom all the way at the end. Now, she had a punching bag, a big punching bag installed hanging from the ceiling. And she said when she walked closer to her room, she could see the punching bag swinging. I mean, not just like a swaying in the wind. She said it was moving, moving. Like hitting the closet door and moving around. Just, she had thought somebody was in the house. They got spooked when she walked in and they ran to the back room and were going to escape through a window. The cops showed up. There was no, the house was locked up before she got there. There was no sign of forced entry, no sign of breaking an entry, none of that stuff. And so, you know, the next day I go and I tell the neighbor lady, I was like, yeah, I mean, she saw like the punching bag was just swinging around there. And I started telling her about all the other weird stuff we were seeing there. And she goes, well, she said a woman. She said, well, a woman was shot in that back closet.
3: You might be right.
2: And I was started like, right. I'm sure I turned, like, white. And she's like, no, 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 shot in the leg. Shot, Yeah, it was a leg. She was shot in the leg.
4: <laughs> I like imagining that you're, like, seven. Like, oh, yeah, someone was murdered in that house. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> so I don't know if somebody was actually killed in the house or just I never shot. heard that
3: anybody was killed. I just heard they were shot.
2: yeah. So ghost leg, but it happened in the, yeah, ghost leg in that same, in that same back room. But you know, most of the, most of the stories that I have, they all sound like residual hauntings. So I always picture in my mind, like, what is been, a
0: residual haunting for the dumb I people knew over here? I question was
3: going to come because you, you're a non-believer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Of course, Alex fool. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: because I, 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 I want to ask both of these guys the very direct question. How do you explain this? How, what possible explanations do you have for so many, as a skeptic, for so many of these things that happen um, in the house where we lived? So many people experienced it over and over and over again, such that at different times it, of it day. bled out to other people are hearing our stories, neighbors are hearing our stories. And
4: I think the house was a hot spot for people to break in.
3: <laughs> That's a joke. Bob. It was on the I just, I just like imagining there's
4: like actually like people in the walls and they're like, you ready? Yeah, let's get some coffee. <laughs> I can really use a cigarette right now. <laughs> I, so here's, here's where I, here's
0: where I stand, Dave. I don't know. I honestly don't know yeah. because everything that I've, that I've read from scripture and I'm, I'm trying to base everything that I know of off of, a Christian worldview and Get biblical I mean, on us, I'm getting biblical. I'm going pastor mode. Okay. <laughs> I just don't read anywhere in the Bible where spirits that are here or spirits that are here or whatever we conceive as ghosts are actual people, souls that are still stuck here, whether that's purgatory or in some type of limbo. So that's why I'm always skeptical. Cause I mean, the Bible doesn't bring that up now. I think there is room to say, I don't know what that is. If I had to say something, it's definitely something supernatural because the smells, what what's the noises? Something's causing seeing this. stuff, move. seeing stuff move. That that something is happening. But I mean, if I had to, if you had to put a gun to my head and ask me what that was, I would have to say it has to be something demonic, or it's definitely something in the spiritual realm. But I would I would lean more towards that as opposed to being. Are you telling me to look right no, now? No. Turn around and look? No, right I'm right. not. You're so <laughs> creeped out.
4: Every time somebody fidgets or something, you're I like, just Whoa. think it's weird that there's a dead girl on the ceiling. But yeah.
2: no. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I was going to answer your question about the residual haunting. Yeah. It's almost like time recorded an event and it's playing it out over and yeah. over again. But like an like like, interstellar? Well, I, don't I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> that. But, but th-
4: this is my question. So if something is let's say if it was a demonic thing, but it was not harming. So, like, obviously there was, like, when things would fall down or whatever, like, people were, like, getting spooked. But the act of, I guess, just, like, living that moment in time over, let's say the kitchen, for example, like, do you think that would be a way of messing with you or is that just, like, we're just existing because this is what we do. You know what I mean? To me, so like, I, don't, I don't feel like that would be like an evil thing. I never felt it's,
3: like anything was malicious towards me or anybody in the house. Yeah, I never felt that. I was what the demons would want you to. Think. Yeah,
4: <laughs>
2: I would say ninety yeah. percent of the time it felt like, like you just happened to be there and somebody hit play on the situation. So, like to in That's my a mind,
3: very interesting way to put. I it. always yeah.
2: piece together. Like
3: you could picture. Yeah. Uh,
2: these people having an affair or something and having a party or, or some sort of get together and then it escalating because we constantly heard people in the kitchen and like a full blown party playing cards.
4: Which room uh, was the person shot in?
2: In the very back room. That was room. in the bedroom. And so you would constantly hear footsteps up and down the hallway. Was that
4: your sister's room?
2: Um, it was, I think all of us took a turn living okay. in all the rooms in the house. It was With, a small house.
4: Because that's why, like, with the punching bag thing and all that kind of stuff, that's the interesting stuff to me, too, where it's like, what if it was just leading up to that event over and over again? You know what I mean? That's, the, so, to me,
0: that's how, kind of how it
4: felt. Because like, it was like the documented it, sin. But how do you, like, how do you explain
0: that the, the, the ghost spoke to you on multiple occasions? Yeah, Are so, you getting so,
2: yeah, so, like, I would say that would cover about 90% of it. But then there's another 10% that's just weird. So there's one time my stepdad, he wakes up in the morning, and he's getting ready for work. And my mom and him had different work schedules. They get up at slightly different times. So he's, he thinks it's her day off. So he wakes up, and my mom is sleeping in the bed next to him. And she wears one of those CPAP machines. So fa- the mask is on her face. He's sleeping there. She's rolled over, the blankets are covering her, and he's like, "I don't want to don't want to wake her up." So he he says he quietly gets out of bed. This was after I had done moved out. <clears throat> so he gets up, he goes to the bathroom, whatever, you know, just waking up first thing in the morning, walks into the kitchen, and my mom is sitting there at the kitchen table. And mm-hmm. he, my mom said he turned pale white. He's like, "You you were just in bed." And she's like she's like, "I've I've been up for about two hours <laughs> getting That's ready for up. work. That's and I've been up. sitting here drinking coffee for about the past hour, getting ready to go to work. And that freaked. And, and my stepdad, I mean, he and kind still, of, are they still there? My stepdad is. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, this is a tough as nails guy. Like went to the dentist. They told me it'd be 50 bucks to pull his tooth. And he said, no, I'm not paying that. It's too much. And went up into the shed and pulled his own tooth with a pair of pliers. I mean, that's the kind of crazy you're dealing with here. So ain't nothing scaring this dude until that. So that's to me, that's one of those situations like, okay, that, the punching bag was weird. The, the army fatigue guy was weird. And then there was a time when I was moving out of the house. And Jess and I, we go to the house... To get the rest of my stuff, I think I was moving in with you in your Mm -hmm. apartment.
3: You told me about this. And so
2: we pull up to the house. I back up to the house. Nobody's home. There's no cars in the driveway. And so um, Jess was fidgeting with something in the car. I ran up to the house and walked in. And Jess was coming up behind me. And she heard, Jason,
1: we missed you so much. (laughs)
2: She walked inside thinking my mom was in there and nobody was in there. And yeah. I never heard anything. And I'm already in the house at this point. But she clearly heard that voice as as I had walked into the house. And how do you explain that? And then the partying started.
0: Like,
1: ah,
4: yeah, yeah. Jason's back! <laughs> so, uh, and this isn't, like, this has nothing to do with the stories you were telling because normally the stories I always hear were So I was in bed middle of the night (laughs) and then insert thing that would happen in your bedroom during the night when you're sleeping. So it'd be like, it was the craziest thing. I remember like I sat in the bed and I just saw this figure walk in and look at me and it just floated out. I'm like, did you go back to sleep after that? (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Did you dream that? no because i was awake how do you know you're awake because my eyes were open in your dream or uh you know and that like that's the thing that like almost every story i hear is like oh no this is a different story so we were driving somewhere like going back home right and i was sitting in the passenger seat and i was super tired i remember just looking out the window and just seeing this thing walking down the road did you fall asleep while your friend was driving I mean, like eventually, but like, and you know, and so so like that kind of thing is the stories I'm used to from like people within physical contact of me telling me, you know what I mean? So when you hear that kind of thing, that's like a, that's like an actual like haunting versus like a a
3: story very similar to what he just told was, uh, um, I had this friend, his name was Pete. There's nothing back there, Alex. (laughs)
4: Well, I was, <laughs> you keep looking at I, everything.
3: I was burping, and I didn't want to burp into oh, no. <laughs> okay.
4: The one time you go to burp is when you he see was, a guest.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he, uh, he was my boss at work. Uh, and at the time, we were, we were both preachers in local churches, but we had secular jobs to help. They were small churches, oh, so we my gosh. I know were what supporting ourselves. You scared the crap out of me when I was there. And, and they, at the time, they lived in a mobile home. And it was him, his wife, and he had two children, Tommy, and Crystal was his daughter. And in the one of the back bedrooms, they had made like a TV room. And so they had a TV back there and a couple of couches, and they would go back there and watch movies or what have you. And there's in when, when, the way that this home was made, you walk down this, you know, they've got the living room, kitchen up front, and a bedroom on the front end. There's a long, skinny hallway. And along, as you're going along the hallway, there was a bedroom, and then a bathroom and then it led into the back bedroom so there's only one destination down that hallway and that's the back bedroom and uh, so they were they were watching the movie there when they were all in there one night and and, uh, so Crystal wanted more popcorn so she got up and she walked down the hallway into the kitchen and they had a bigger bowl of popcorn in there she scooped out a bowl and got it ready and She's coming back down the hall, and as she's coming down the hall, her brother Tommy's coming up. She didn't really look at him, but he's coming up the hall, and they kind of bump each other in the hallway, and and she spills some popcorn, and basically watch where you're walking, whatever. And she walks into the bedroom, in into the back bedroom, and Pete tells me this story from his side of it. She comes into the into the bedroom, and she sits down, and she immediately freezes. And he could tell something's not right with her. And all of a sudden, she just starts bawling uncontrollably, just bawling. And they said it took forever to get her to calm down. And when she finally got calm enough that she could speak intelligently, she said, I got up. I got my popcorn. I came back down the hall. She told about bumping into Tommy. And she said, when I sat down, I realized that Tommy is still in here. And and so they got up to investigate. And sure enough, there was popcorn on the floor in the hallway right where she said she had bumped into him. And, uh, Ghost uh, twin. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the crazy thing about it was her mom, uh, Pete's wife, said that as Crystal's come about down the hallway, she hears Crystal say something. Like she's talking to somebody. But she didn't think about it but what she heard was crystal saying watch where you're walking so it's similar to this story where he gets up and she's in the bed i mean that would that'd be awful yeah
1: yeah
2: what do you do with that i mean is that that's not technically a ghost he saw something physical and that would be like more along the lines with what you know uh the staff member said here when he walked in the church and saw the little girl that it was it didn't necessarily look like a ghost. It looked like physical. So, like everything I know from the paranormal world, like you would, it would have to take in a <clears throat> massive amount of energy of some sort. I'm not saying I believe in any of that, but to see an apparition, it takes in a crazy amount of energy, or so they say. But to make it look almost like if the person is physical or real, it takes an even more, like it's
0: it's insane. <laughs> like I don't know what you do with those. That's why I like to operate in the I don't know. <laughs> and I, and I think I'm going to operate there until I ask Jesus face to face and I'm like, hey, was the Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot, and ghosts for real? And he'd be like, some of it was. And I'd be like, yeah. okay, cool. All
4: right. Bye.
2: <laughs> there was another time we were at the house
0: and you said we were
2: all outside on the back patio and you heard somebody ask if Amy was outside. Yes. Yeah. A little kid's voice. Yeah.
3: There's so many of them. I'd. I, so many different things like that happen there. So I'm completely,
2: I'm like, I am completely fine with like the idea of like a residual haunting. Like you just happen to be in the room and it's like the but whole situation takes place. But Jason, when they're saying we're your so name. glad
3: you're, you're home, yeah. that's not residual though.
2: Yeah. And the other thing too, when when I moved out that same time, I shut the door. We get, we're going to get into the car and we look back and the door. Nobody's in the house. It opens back up and slams shut when I moved out. I mean, I don't know what you do with those things.
0: I don't know either. I, I guess you, you know, record it's... a podcast and try and get sponsorships. <laughs> I think that's what you do. <laughs> What's
3: odd about that is if we're sitting here talking about it, I, I, can, I can, over our history, I can feel this, not, not tension, but this underlying... Weirdness about it all that we share and it's like we don't talk about it uh but it it it's um it's real i mean i mean you know us i mean either there's something here or we just pulled off the greatest hoax that <laughs> um but it's not i mean yes yeah, that's, look, we that's look the at weird each, thing we to each other to validate one another
2: yeah i mean some of the stories i have I haven't heard him say or some of the stuff my sister was texting me. Today, I didn't know she experienced the same exact things that I had experienced. And like I had always like resided to the fact like, okay, ghosts aren't real for the longest time. This Ghosts aren't real. I grew up in a situation in a church where angels and demons weren't real either. It was just, it's all kind of like make-believe. Like we believe in God, but... All that stuff—that's just kind of fruity and out there. We're not even going to mess around with the Holy Spirit because we see what people in churches on South do, where they're rolling around and speaking in tongues. And we're not—we're not that kind of church. We're not, you know, the snake wranglers or whatever they are. You know, but their podcasts are probably fantastic. Their podcasts are probably sweet. We should look some of those up. But we're like, you know, we were very reserved. Like, there's no such thing as miracles, things of that nature. That's the way I grew up, and that's the way I was. So, like, I tried to reason to myself well, what did I experience growing up? And then I just kind of put this together in my head that it must have, okay, maybe ghosts aren't real, but there's definitely some sort of energy. They're doing something. And so I just kind of couched it under that. But then even more and more, talking to more and more people who've had sightings and different things, it's kind of like I've worked myself into the position, like who am I to tell them that, no, they didn't experience that?
0: Like, it's kind of rude to say, like... It actually is a lot like how we tell our testimonies. If it we can is. we go back to that, like, you. I can't tell you, yeah, Jason, you're full of it. Like, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, if I was telling somebody my story about how I encountered Christ, like, they have no right to tell me that I'm just full of it because I, I'll tell them, like, listen... I was this way, and now I'm not this yeah. way. I mean,
2: whatever you experienced is real to you. Whether, yeah. whether somebody else would chalk it up to a coincidence or circumstance or right place, right time.
3: That's interesting whatever. that you say that because a lot of times I've had people ask me, how do you know, how do you really know that your experience is real? And the only the, the, the best answer that I can give is, and it's, and it's this personal, I know him. I've met him, and and you know people just look at you like, oh, you're a nut job, you yeah. know. And but it's when you do meet him,
1: mm-hmm.
3: it's the doubt goes away, and and I, you know, and some people, I mean, I've had people tell me I was messed up in the head. A bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure people listening weird. to this,
2: especially if they came over from "Don't Feed the Trolls," and yeah. <laughs> they heard your Sasquatch. Now they hear the haunted house story.
0: <laughs> this is a, this guy's just being followed around. Yeah. Look <laughs> oh, what he did. Know. And Who's look gonna... what he did to his son. <laughs> yeah. Both of them. What a shame. John, where do you uh, land with all this? You, are you a believer now in
4: ghosts? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: See?
4: <laughs> Could you elaborate? <laughs> yeah. Smoke bomb, exit the room. <laughs> uh, no, like, it's one of those things, though, where I can't tell you that you are wrong by any means. You know what yeah. I mean? The way I look at it is if I experienced something and it changed me, I would 100% be that way, you yeah. know? And that's why like I can't discount the way people believe about anything because if it hasn't happened to me, you know, like that's kind of how I am where So it's... would
3: you be willing to blow up the proton pack and go into the basement yeah. for 2 minutes? <laughs> yes. Do it. Are you going to the basement for 2 minutes? <laughs> I'll do it for 3 hours. <laughs> Nice All, All right, I'm more worried about car. the mold. Yeah, the mold is worrisome.
2: I like me personally. After the house that I grew up in, if you want my opinion on this church building, I'm totally not haunted. Just my opinion. And so weird stuff.
4: So happened you're a here? skeptic of ghosts, huh?
2: <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Oh, I see how it yeah, <laughs> flip flopping your position compared to John what Carey I've experienced <laughs> at home, and compared to what I've experienced here. Like I'm. This place is so moldy. This is moldy. just mediocre. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like there is no doubt that you could hallucinate anything in this <laughs> creepy old building. This is a
3: class one haunting. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, uh, is, does that wrap it up, guys? You got you got any maybe a closing story before we uh, say goodbye to our guests and get them on the road? And
2: I don't know if I have a, a closing story per se. You have a closing story?
3: I have lots of. He's got <laughs> lots of stories <laughs> that don't
0: pertain. Well,
2: you grew up in the South, so everybody down there is weird anyway.
3: So. <laughs> we just
0: Dave, you got a closing story? Uh, Let me
3: leave you with just this one one story. I call it the Circle of Knickknacks. Do you know what a knickknack is?
0: Stuff that my mom
3: buys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brick bracket Salvation yeah, down Army down south. <laughs> down south, everybody has to decorate their home with all these little figurines and just little, really odd stuff. You know, my my neighbor went to. Uh, went to Lookout Mountain and she brought one of these Indian tomahawks and they gave it to us as a gift. And so it's proudly displayed above the TV between the two figurines and Uncle Jack got us. So (laughs) knickknacks, that's what I'm talking about. Everything's on the wall.
4: So It's like an Applebee's.
3: We lived out in this house on Highway 231 that people had told us before we moved there that it was haunted. And it was. Uh, or something was weird there.
2: So you grew up in a haunted house.
3: And so, yes. And my bedroom was upstairs. And um, and I had the whole attic to myself. I had this all decked out. I was sort of like Jason's bedroom. It was all mine. I had the, the whole kingdom was mine. The whole upstairs was mine. And, um, uh, and I would often wake up and my mom would be yelling at me or my stepdad would be yelling at me, what are you doing up there? I said, I'm not doing anything. And I literally had several times my mom came to the top of the stairs where she could see me, and she would come up and I'd see her head go up the stairs. What are you doing? I'm sleeping. And uh, um, so one night I was laying in bed, and I heard a sound like, drawers were opening and closing like your dresser drawers, you know. And and I heard these stomping like footsteps. They were in my room. And then all of a sudden I look at the stairway and I see my mom's head coming up the stairway. What are you doing up here? And I said, Something is open and closing my drawers. And she turns the light on. Sure enough, there's several drawers that are opened up. And uh, off from the side of my room was uh this true attic space we didn't go in there and it had a door on it and so one day we got to looking around in there and in the middle of this there's the place in the rafters was like a board laying across and there was this little circle of knickknacks in a perfect circle on this board oh, and uh and so we gathered them all up and put them in a box it just seemed weird it was weird it was just a weird why would they be there like that were we, they your guys nicknames? No, no they weren't ours we didn't that use that interesting <laughs> yeah, they were they were some we assumed that some people left in the house or something Why they were in a circle standing up on the board nobody knew but we gathered them all up put them in a box and then this noise kept happening, and one day my dad goes in the attic to my stepdad went in the attic to do some wiring stuff, and he hollered for my mom to come up, and she went up and went into the attic, and here was this circle of knickknacks was back.
2: Oh my goodness!
3: And so <laughs> we got to figuring this out. Every time they heard the noise, the stomping sounds up in my room, we'd go in the attic, and the knickknacks would be in the circle. And I never stayed in the ad, up there long enough to actually witness any more of that. I wanted out of that room, and they put me downstairs. And did you guys
0: experience anything elsewhere in the house, or was it only in the attic? Uh,
3: my mom claims that when nobody was home, she would often hear somebody walking downstairs from upstairs on the steps, coming down the steps. And uh, but yeah. Circle neck It was weird.
4: I'm so terrified to go to my car now. <laughs> Especially with yeah. the graveyard. Yeah, no, we have I... to walk past oh, the yeah, graveyard. Was... Let's <laughs> tell it
3: It's Halloween. Yeah. It is fun. It's good. Anyway. Tis, tis the season. Tis the
0: season. I want to thank our guests. Thank you guys so much for coming out.
2: Before, before we wrap out, John, you got, you're got playing two bands right now, right? Yes. You want to mention them? You got any shows coming up no. post-Halloween?
4: Uh, yes. Um, so, I'm in two bands. One's Baggage and then one's Braided Veins. Um, baggage is playing post Halloween. Oh, yeah. Wow. Halloween's like this week. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's I didn't. I Monday. That. It's coming. Oh, boy. We bought like two random things from Meyer, and that's like our like Halloween decorations. So I <laughs> forgot. Um, November 3rd, Baggage is playing The Shelter with a band called Set Your Goals. Uh, and then we're doing Chicago and Grand Rapids. Um, and then Braided Veins is playing Grand Rapids and then going to Detroit December 1st at Smalls. So Man, lots that of sounds stuff.
2: like such a busy schedule. Yeah.
4: And then I work 40 hours a week and then I write for magazines in between that. Yeah. Wow. So it's a lot of stuff. That was, <laughs>
2: I just want to say, your uh, Snowbird Songs. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I wrote an article for you. And if you guys listened to the last two episodes with Richard Jacobson, me writing that article, it got in his hands. And that's how we had our connection with uh, Richard there oh, and awesome. got him on the show. So it's through that publication. So thank you. No problem. He gave us two full episodes worth yeah. of content. I, <laughs> I've had
4: to like take a little bit of a break from that too, like which... You so have a lot up. of projects going. I have too much stuff going on.
2: You have the drum videos on. Was it on Instagram? Yeah, and I, was, I even took a break from those too yeah. for a second. So well, I'm you like, need to start those up because my kid loves them.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I was actually those are my, his favorite videos. I started so setting stuff up the other day. I'm like, why well, need to do this for Jason? And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but pizza sounds good. I'm gonna yeah, get pizza. <laughs> I, w- I would I would
0: do pizza too. All right, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, this thank was you. a lot of fun. Wow, I am terrified, Jason. <laughs> Even though I'm, I'm a skeptic mm. still, I'm freaked out. Mm. But... I'm so appreciative that your dad and John got to come on. It's they good. were great. It's good to hear both sides of the story. Yeah. Like, you know, you have John over here who's a skeptic. Yeah, I'm so glad he but came on. But he was on. very respectful. And, and like, he was. And he's like, I don't know what those stories are. I don't believe, but hey, it's fun to listen to them. And his input was, was perfect. Absolutely. Like, and then time. your dad, who I is a man who I just highly respect, him just coming on and just telling me these stories and then asking me like, what is that, Alex? What is that? And I'm like, I don't know. I want to believe you, Dave. I just haven't experienced myself, so I just don't know what it is. Yeah, I am so looking forward to it. I had
2: talked my dad into writing a book <laughs> for my
0: kids, like of uh, the Bigfoot thing
2: and all these ghost stories, because he's got so much more than what he told us. He, he was probably at 50% of really? stories. Wow. Just from being a pastor in the past and just you deal with a lot of weird people to be, uh, begin with when you're in southern church environments, like people come out of the woodwork. Mm. And he's just got so many stories.
0: Well, there's something that's even more terrifying than ghost, Jason. And we're going to get to that right now.
1: And now it's time for Animal Facts for Jason. The part of the show where Jason learns something about animals.
0: All right, guys, back by popular demand, Animal Facts for Jason. Oh, come on, Alex. You, listen, again, I will continue to to beat this drum. Nobody likes these. So many people told me, I was at a bonfire with a bunch of friends of mine, and they said the one thing that they loved about our podcast was, oh one, goodness. that you suck at knowing Animal Facts, and two, that I am trying to teach you I hate that this is building. It's awesome, dude. People <laughs> it's so love ridiculous. this. And here's the thing. It's educational. Yeah. People always want to learn something. You
2: know what? You know what? I'll take the fall for everybody because I
0: guarantee you most of those people don't know anything about animals either. Well, that's why the segment is helpful.
2: Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. So it's, I, I got your back, unknowledgeable
0: animal people.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you may be. Anyway, so... This is this is our Halloween special, and I thought I'd do something that, an, an animal that most people fear. Actually, in America, the top three fears are, number one, 74% of Americans have a fear of speaking in public. No problem there. <laughs> number two, uh, 68% of Americans have a problem, uh, have a fear of dying. Do you mm, have a fear
2: of dying? No, I
0: don't, actually. What about this one? Number three, 30% of Americans are scared of spiders. Yeah, burn it down. (laughs) I I was doing a
2: growth community one time. Like a Bible said, there's like 40 people well, I, yeah, no, it happened the week before. Our pastor was, and a spider came down from the ceiling. <laughs> and then the following week, I was like, "If that happens to me, you guys have to say something." <laughs> I was so scared to even get up there that I was just like, "To me, at that point, let's burn the building down and start over. We build a whole new building, <laughs> spider-free." Well, like, Jason, I do not deal. Is with there spiders. any sort of
0: comfort in knowing that there are thirty-eight? 1000 species of spiders and oh, scientists say goodness. that they even haven't found them all. They're still discovering new species each year. It, uh, they're straight from Satan, I know that much. <laughs> they're on every continent, Jason, and you know this. Every continent except Antarctica. Oh my god. Spiders. Goodness. Here's an interesting fact, and this is this might even freak you out. How do you know how big your your lot of land is in your subdivision? Uh not very. So I would I would probably say that you probably have like a half acre lot with your yeah front maybe yard.
2: something half a quarter to your a back, half front yard there, backyard. Yeah.
0: So think about you have a half acre. They say that about a million spiders can live on a full acre <laughs> oh, of land. I'm gonna light my lawn on fire. <laughs> They're just there waiting. <laughs> I'm gonna pour gas on the whole. Well, there is there is some comfort. There actually I, I, I don't re- want to
2: know this stuff, Alex. So think like, about I don't this. Know so there was packs. a
0: statistic that came out not too long ago saying that every year people swallow about eight mm, spiders no, when they sleep no that actually is has been debunked okay good so that's not true Woo. so I, th- that's what i'm trying to do here on this segment i want to give the people the oh, facts I about animals uh spider webs are five times stronger than steel now that's something that's interesting if we could somehow harness that power that that ability to be stronger than steel five times stronger than steel That is something incredible. Yeah, because they poop it out, (laughs) right? Like it's actually it comes out a different area than their their poop, their butthole, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) But they say Hmm. this is this is a really interesting fact. Uh, If if the spider if spiders had the ability to make web the string as thick as a pencil, if they had that ability, if they were big enough to do that, they could stop a Boeing seven forty seven jet. Oh my god! If I ever see a spider that big. It's actually funny because the bigger spiders are the least poisonous. Yeah. So, like, everybody's afraid of tarantulas because they're hairy and they're icky. And actually, if you get bit by a tarantula, it's it's not even worse than a bee sting. The one that you have to watch out for, Jason, the one that you have to watch out for when you're on on tour somewhere in Australia is the funnel web spider. The funnel web spider can kill a man in 15 minutes oh after after being bit. And also... Spiders, uh, what well, the funnel This spider is worse does. than the ghost stories for me. <laughs> the ghost stories did not creep me out. This terrifies me. So think about this you're walking along. And all of a sudden, you don't even see it because it's so small. But there's this little funnel web. I want to call you so
2: many dirty words right now. (laughs) You're making me so mad. If you
0: bump, because this funnel web spider is very aggressive. Uh If you bump into the the opening of the funnel, that sends like vibrations through the web. And the spider detects it. And then it comes shooting out of the funnel Mm. and bites you. And then it takes you back into its lair. Where it slowly injects what? you with poison.
2: It doesn't do that. Yes, it does. How does it, how does it take it back to its layer, Alex? It's a little. It's a
0: big spider.
2: No. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, and then,
2: <laughs> what? You know, So I suck at animal facts and you're introducing like fake ones in there?
0: Do you just realize trying what scare you're doing you. to me? I'm just trying to scare you because this is, this is the Halloween episode. You're A double snakes. Actually, also, interesting fact, spiders eat more insects than birds and bats combined. So they do, ha- they do serve a purpose. So if you see a spider, I mean, we have a rule in our house. If it's in the house, it's dead. But if we see a spider outside, I let it be because it's actually serving a purpose in the community. I'll kill that thing. <laughs> kill that thing. And this is, this is also an interesting fact. Many spiders, and this is where actually where the black widow spider gets its name. After the males and the females have intercourse, the, the female will eat the male. Spider.
2: Yeah, I would make a joke and say, "How's that not any different than <laughs>
0: <laughs> most others?" <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, th- those are those those are my animal facts, Jason. Oh, I hope you goodness, learned. Something. I hate
2: spiders. There's this one time. I'll tell you this. There's this one time that our our, our company I used to work for, we'd build machines, uh, and we would have components shipped over from China, and they brought up it was in one of the shipping crates this exotic looking demon of a spider, <laughs> and they sh- they brought it inside, which I wanted to kill them all for that. Like this thing was this thing was gigantic. It was tropical colors. I don't know what was going on. With this they let it go in the back. And I was like, you idiot, have you, any of you ever seen, like, arachnophobia? Like, it's going to mate with a daddy long legs, a, like our most common spider, and it's going to create this super breed, and we're all going to die. Like,
0: I, I don't mess with spiders. You know what people should mess with, though? Our social media websites. <laughs> Check out that segue. Nice segue, (laughs) Alex. A plus. A plus. Guys, just want to let you know we are on Twitter, we are on Instagram, we are on Facebook. Go follow us in those avenues because we're always constantly posting um, material on there. We post our blogs on there. We post funny pictures. Probably going to post some ghost orbs that we're going to capture in photos when we go down in the basement of the church. Um, Make sure. No, we're not, are we? Yeah, let's go take some pictures down there. (laughs) I don't want to. I don't
2: want to because there's going to be freaking spiders down <laughs> there. That's why I don't want to go down there. Anyway, I ain't afraid of no ghosts,
0: Alex. But, but you're you afraid of spiders. I am terrified of them. <laughs> anyway, also, leave us a review on iTunes. We want to know how we can make the show better. And we have a few reviews up there. And I want the people that have reviewed us, thank you so much for doing that. But There's just we two want, reviews, isn't there? There's actually five now. There's five reviews? There's five reviews on there. Uh, I feel like some semi-popular. <laughs> But please go check us out. Go check us out on SoundCloud, Alex. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Go check us out on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and yeah, just listen to the show. And also, if you would like an episode, share it with your friends because one of the things that we want to do is we want to maybe kind of create this this open communication where people are having these conversations about church, having conversations about ghosts. And just uh, conversations about Christianity in general. And those are good conversations, and those are actually God-glorifying conversations, in my opinion. Yeah, I just want to say, like, because I know
2: know I've heard of pastors like this before. Like, you come to them with some sort of weird thing that happened, and they want an explanation, and the pastor will kind of blow you off. Mm -hmm. Like, if you've got some weird stories that you can't explain— And maybe they're hauntings or paranormal or something. And you want to share them with us. I'd love to hear them. I'm not going to, I don't have any advice for you really, but I love hearing those. They're fun. (laughs) Maybe I can give you some comfort based on my own experience. Maybe that's why God had me go through the haunted house, Alex. You ever (laughs) think
0: about that? Maybe he did. All
2: things are for his good, right? Yeah. So even, even the demon possessed house I grew up in, that's how you align.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so maybe guys. Maybe that can
2: be a benefit to somebody.
0: Thank you, guys, for listening to our Halloween episode. Have a safe Halloween. Watch out for clowns. And if you get any extra candy that your child isn't going to eat, please bring it to Jason and I because we will take care of it.
2: Reese's peanut butter cups, yes.
0: <laughs> are the candy sticks. You ever see the candy sticks, Alex? No. It's a two pack.
2: It's got two candy sticks that are identical to candy cigarettes, but they taste a little bit better.
0: Oh, nice. Yes. All right, guys. We love you. And remember around. always keep your stick
1: on the ice. <laughs>